Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Friday. Hopefully hopefully you didn't eat too much yesterday. Today we're going to do a teachhoops.com member call, which I love to do. I love to pull the curtain back and kind of see. I think this is a relatively short one, I think, with Mark, with like 20 minutes just talking about, you know, few numbers, following those kind of things. Um, so I think you'll really enjoy it. But it's just one of the many things we offer at teachhoops.com. You know, we're not doing these add-ons. We're not saying, hey, come get this man defensive thing for $69 when you've already paid them $500 or $300. No, I'm not asking you for thousands of dollars for a mentoring program. This is a 14-day free trial. It's a mentorship. Come over and check it out. Um, like I tell our boys, you know, don't have regrets. And if you want to work on your craft, you got to work on your craft. And I'm here to help. I'm here to take care of that noise. I'm here to help you win more basketball games and have fun doing it. So come over and check us out. Also, come over and check out Dr. Dish. It's Black Friday, man. Great day to buy. I'd buy three of them. Mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off each one. Not the home one, but the rest of them. $350 off. Um, best deal on the market there. So go over and check it out and let's head off to the podcast in November. No, I think you should just have a plan in case we're not going in November. I think it's very likely that they extend it out if necessary and start after January and just have a later season. Yeah. Yeah. But then, so, so in my theory is we, this is just me speculating is that maybe we will um, be able to practice, but we won't be able to play because they won't want us to get on a bus they won't want us to travel. You know, what does a social distancing practice look like? Yeah, you know? but as long as you're doing that, then why not just play some games with people? Because you're it's you're not you're not increasing the circle and you're not traveling. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, because all of a sudden you're putting more people in confined space. That's just my thought, is like I can see districts around the country going, you can practice because these are the kids that are contained, but we're not gonna let you travel. Or 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 I could see maybe we're not letting you travel out of your county or your city, or your area. Um, you got to stay in the area. Yeah, we don't well, want you spreading. How so. about the other thing is once they come out with better testing of who actually has it and who doesn't have it. I mean, it. testing, I, if we just, so this is the stats teacher, I mean, testing, if we just spent the last four months getting a test where I walk into school and in three minutes I know if I have COVID or not, the problem's solved. Yeah, you, you know, like a, like a swab or a little pink prick, you put it on something, you wait three minutes, do I have COVID or don't I? 
nope, I don't. Good. I can go into. I mean, you come up with that, you'll be a billionaire with a B. That's what they need to do. I mean, seriously. Because then you know, then 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 I could just run my normal class. Everyone in here is fine. No one has it. We can just go on with our normal life. We're going to we're going to play a, uh, an opposing team. We test all the kids because before they get on the bus. Ding 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 ding. ding. Oh, you're all clear. Good. Let's go. Yeah. You know, it'd be easy, but yeah. Anyway, I'm saying so. even with the testing, that does take a while. If it gets more accurate, if you find out that maybe the majority of people already had it. Uh, that you know, yeah, but did you see the recent thing? Because I'm, oh, I'm like, I'm revving up for stats class. Is there's people already that have had it and got it in a second time? Okay, that was my thing. I've been, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, there's there's doctors that have had they they've 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 given them a test, they've had it, and then so now they're figuring out did they never get rid of it in their body or did they recatch it? So they're trying to figure out all that. So I don't know. We won't solve this. We won't solve this. I can help you solve the basketball problems. I can't help. You. <laughs> Problem. Yeah, well, one last comment, and then I'll, then yep. I'll make a comment or two, and I'll, okay. I'll let you go. Um, but as far as what the actual numbers that come out of actually what it does for, as far as being more deadly or, or more serious than just the flu and other things, still for it's just the el- the older people that. Yep, yep. But but problems. here's the stuff: as I've had players get it, and it's it lingers. I've had an, I have a kid that's an accountant and a lawyer won't name him here but he got it in march he's still waking up at night with pain and aches he he's seen a chiropractor he's got he's got brain fog i mean this thing everyone that i know that's gotten it says you do not want this you do not want this (laughs) and we don't know the long-term effects either that's the problem if we knew the right. long-term effects, we just let everybody get it. Right. So you're you're still saying even with the young that there are still lingering. Uh, They're that, lingering. Yeah. Like, see, I haven't had I haven't had that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, one of my one of my former colleagues, he had Alzheimer's, so he was older and he died of it. But um, you know, yes, elderly. If you're in the yeah, if you're in the 80s, you do not want to get. I'm in my 50s. I'm in that middle range. I'm probably. I, I don't know. Here's the issue too. This is the stats teacher. People don't know they have underlying health issues. Like, I don't think I do. I think I'm a relatively healthy person, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I mean, I know I'm not diabetic. I know I don't have those things, but I don't know. I don't think I have any heart. But if I do, I'm going to find out real quick. If I get COVID, if I have heart issues, I'm going to find out real fast. Uh, all right, basketball. Those are, good, those are good. Uh, <laughs> those are all good observations. So yeah, uh, it's a stats teacher. I'm always thinking numbers. I'm always thinking numbers. Uh, so just, just a couple of quick things. So yep. uh, this next year, I'm going to be a lot uh, smaller as far as actual players are going to be playing. So I might actually have uh, six to seven to eight players that are actually going to be playing. So I wanted to say, do you set any guidelines in the game or in practice? Like maybe if you have certain players that you really cannot have out of the game, like no reaching at all, or after they get new two fouls never leave the floor to back or what type of parameters do you set when you, you cannot have foul yeah you those are side conversations i have with the players um because i've had my fair share of those i had point guard a couple years ago and he, we couldn't get him in foul trouble we were just going to be a different team sometimes i'll pull them when they get their second to talk to them i i always remind it i don't want them to stop playing defense i will change up matchups to protect them i will change up defenses to protect them i will do some things if i need them really on the court yeah i mean those are the two best i mean the side conversation you don't want to say that in front of the entire team like you don't foul because you don't want to you don't want you don't want to build any f- fracture on the team. I think it is important to have those side conversations with that player and say, you know, that's a, you can't, 
you can't I, I refer to him as stupid fouls. You can't get a stupid foul. It, let's say let's say the kid's name is John. John, you can step in and maybe I like you can step in and take a charge. You know, if you've got three fouls, I don't need you stepping in and taking get, taking a charge. The the chart the the cost benefit there is the business part of me. The cost benefit is not good enough. You on the floor is more important than us trying to get another foul on the other person. So those are just the conversations I keep having with that player. You know, I will sit them at times just to rest them to try to, to work some time and clock. But yes, I would definitely if you're if you're short numbers and you don't have a lot of players. Um, and then another thing I do is I definitely will change up defenses. You know, maybe we'll put a play a one, three, one, and I'll put them on a wing where they're less likely to get a foul. There's places in a zone that you can put people that they can still be aggressive, but they're less likely to pick up a foul. So, you know, maybe I put them in the bottom of a two, three, where they just got to rebound and box out. You know, you can do those kind of things to quote unquote, protect them. I hate saying that. I never say that to them because I don't want them to stop playing, but Um, I'm hiding them, quote unquote. I am doing that for sure. Well, like I, there's, there's some kids I've had this conversation tell them blue in the face, and they end up, I set them in with the fouls, and they just end up sitting, fouling out. Yeah. So then the game. other thing is, then you got to change your defenses. Then you got to change what you're doing, probably. Well, like in practice, I mean, like when we're practicing, I mean, should I make a roll? You do not reach, there's no reaching at all. It's just completely, you know, well, let's, yeah, but I think you want to simulate what's happening in a game. Like, hey, John, you got three fouls for the rest of the practice. You're going to play like you have three fouls. Let me see. And right, then, that's what I'm right. Okay, yes, so I have but I don't think you just want to say don't reach because they won't do, you don't want them reaching anyway. But I think that, I think you got to practice what you want them to do. So, um, hey, John and Sam, you both have four fouls for the next 10 minutes. You, can, you don't have to pick out one player or two, but just so they kind of get used to it. Um, and then if they can pick up their fifth, then they run a, you know, a ladder or a couple laps or something. No, you can't do that. that, that and, then, and then the conversation I have with them when that happens is, well, when you do that, you're not only hurting yourself because you're not on the floor, you're hurting all of us because we're not able to run yada, 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 yada. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I'd like to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. They, they allow us to keep these podcasts moving and chugging and uh, allow us to pay the bills. Um, so it's one way that you can give back. If you love these podcasts, come over and join for a couple of months. We get a 14-day free trial, kick the tires around. And we've got lots of great new things going up on a daily basis. We would love if you subscribe and like um, wherever you, you do that, Apple, Spotify. Um, and then go over and check out our other two podcasts, uh, High School Hoops and Teacher Sidegate. I think you'll love them. All right, let's head back to the podcast. Whatever it is. Do you think it, so you think it is a little bit too far to just say right off the bat, hey, you guys do not reach ever? Yes, yes. Don't go to the extreme. They'll That's- stop doing stuff that you want them to do. Um, but then you can self-correct. What I do is, is like you self-correct. You you got that foul because you reach, move your feet to, you know, it's a teachable so they, moment. They need to flip a switch where they say, hey, I'm in foul trouble. Well, then in the side conversation I have, do you want to play 30 minutes? Like, do you want to play a lot? Because I want to play you. But if you foul, I can't play you. And if you keep fouling, I'm going to sit you. So you have a choice. You can listen they all want to play right every kid on the bench wants to play they all want to play i know you want to play but if you're if you foul out you don't get to play so let's work on this together and that you got to kind of build it as a team like i'm i what i want and what you want is the exact same thing i want you to play you want to play let's come up with a plan so you can do that 
rather than okay. sitting that's next a, to me. That's a better way to package it. Okay. Yeah, I got you you. got to, it, it's all about, and every kid's different. Like some kids you got to yell at and don't follow. Some kids you got to package it. Like, and some kids you tell them they're the best thing since sliced bread. You know, it's like, we can't right. win a game ever if you're not on the floor. I mean, again, not having those conversations with everybody in the team, but with them, you know, it's all packaging. You're right. It's all marketing, basically. How do you market to it? Once you get them to buy in, they're in. Like everybody that I've done and I've marketed it right, has been on board once I've, once they figured it out. And some of them I've had to take a, um, a left to the chin and had to sit them for like 10 minutes to make a point. And it's not easy when your best player is sitting on the bench because they got two fouls and they're not listening. Well, I'm going to teach you that you don't. And then, then, then after that game is when I've had that conversation. Like I had to sit you. Why? Because you were in foul trouble and I needed to have you for the fourth quarter or the second half. And you are too valuable to us. So I had to sit you. You made me do that, not me. I want to play you. If you don't get in foul trouble, I'm going to play you other than to rest you when I think you're tired. Let's work on this together, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think that will work. Okay, cool. And then uh, one other one I had is, so like if I'm running a three-quarters press and maybe dropping back into a man, but when I'm running my man, my thought this year is I was going to have – Are you going to man – is that three-quarter press man? Yeah, like maybe like Don Showalter showing yep. a one, two, two, three-quarters press drop once you go for one trap if it doesn't work or you get beaten and then drop back into a man. Okay. So my question is if uh, this year, my thought was to run more of like four chasers and one man in the middle. I'm just kind of clog up the lane. So as I'm making a transition though, from a press, should I just have everybody pick up whoever's closest and then just switch out? And then they can change when they get the, yes. So this is a communication problem. This is not, this is that, yeah. So I would pick up closest man. And when we run in practice, when we do it for like a, the first week, I make them point. Once it gets to whenever you think the press should be over, I make them point like they're in third grade. I make them point at who they're guarding. Like I over-exaggerate it. Abby, you got, I've got Abby. I got Abby or whatever. And she's yelling, yeah. that's who I got. And you're pointing at her. And I just, I'm because it's really about, you don't want to lose somebody and just find somebody. And then we can switch when we, when they run by or whatever. I never, I used to worry about matchups more than I do now as an older coach. Um, just because how often does a, you know, a big post up a guard, not that off. I mean, it, you know, it takes a lot for that to occur. So right. the, I, you know, all, for the, for them to exploit what they need to do against us is a harder than it, for a high school kid is a hard thing to do. So I never really worry about that. Um, and then we worry about, so then we'll work, we'll work on that. And then we'll work on once we, then we work on the actual switching back. And I say once or one or two reversals, you guys should be able to do that. And then we talk about communicating again. It's like, all right, switch back, switch back, switch back. And then, you know, how they can do that. But yes, the most important thing is to stop the ball, and the most important thing is to match up the closest man. Right, stop ball, one person beneath the goal, and you know, get other people. So yeah, and, it, and it's all it's all what's your indicator of when you're gonna stop pressing and getting into man? Is it a location? Is it a pass? Is it you know what is it to cause you to stop the pressure and match up? That's what you have to figure out. And do you ever? Um, it, you know, if you're transitioning to man seamlessly in transition and so forth without calling out, uh, hey, I've got so-and-so, i got so-and-so, because everybody obviously knows you're in man when you start calling out numbers. Yeah. Do you, 
do you ever try to have the people just pick people up? Um, or do you I mean, you can. I mean, are you worried that they that you're going from zone to man, that you don't want them I, to know what you're in? I, I was just trying to make it a little bit more complicated, that's all, for, for the other team as far as if you're able to pick up man without um, – just, you know, grab the person – closest to you and start playing them or is that to if you think your team can do that that would be ideal i would try it I mean, again it's it's that growth mindset for me try it if it doesn't work then you dump it try it i mean i i i, I don't care if people know we're in man I, I mean everyone knows my calls and everything i'm doing anyway so i don't really care right. um right. but okay. but no i mean that yeah so that would be the transition maybe to the players we're gonna do this for two or three days where you got a point and then if we get good at it, then you're just going to match up. Good teams can match up. Guys that have played or gals that have played, um, girls that have played a lot can can match up seamlessly. They'll still communicate, but it won't. It will be very. Yeah, it will be. It's like a symphony. It's very smooth. Um, right. Which would be obviously. Which I, is the ideal. That's your. That's your pinnacle. That's where you're trying to go. Yes. Hey, one last last question, and I appreciate the time. Yep, uh, no problem. Just a last. Um, Last second, just is at the the end of the game. If you're, um, let's say you're shooting free throws, um, you have the lead, maybe a couple points. Maybe there's ten seconds left. So my team shooting free throws. Does it usually make sense to just bring all the guys back to half court and to set up or whatever you're going to, so you don't get beat in transition? Or are you, you up or down? What are you up or down? So you're up. You're up a few points. So you're shooting. Uh, you're shooting free throws. You're up. So instead of getting if you're, if you're shooting the free throws and you're up, I like to leave the guys on at least for if it's two free throws for the first one because it makes it easier for the free throw shooter to have those that that sight that sight line. That's what. Um, yep. That's what the true. second one, um, it depends <laughs> again how much you trust your guys. If you're worried about them following or doing something stupid, then pull them back. If they're you know if they're gonna match up with those two guys that are just there, that's fine. I just don't want an over and back or something silly where they go down and shoot free throw. So if we're up three and there's like seven seconds to go, I'm probably going to pull them off. You know, I might have the free throw shooter pick up and just slow them down a little bit so they take a couple seconds off the clock. Um, but a lot of time when you hit that second free throw, they'll take a timeout or they'll get it to half court and they'll take a timeout. So um, I'm just, I think you're thinking along the right lines in the sense that you don't want your guys to do something silly at that point. Mine's more the, getting back on defense. Cause if I was on the, the flip side, um, I wouldn't call a timeout. I, I have a set would have a set play. Once they get the ball, they'd push it up. So yep. I'm more that now you, you've got two, you're got. Yeah. So I would show man, go zone or show zone, go man, something like that, where they don't know necessarily what you're doing. I like that idea actually. But, but I guess what I'm saying is that you would, would you gamble on the people being up and maybe getting rebound and help the free throw feel normal shooting free throws or go ahead and bring them back past. Yeah. The ball. first one, if it's a bonus and they're shooting a one and one, I definitely would pull them back. If it's shooting two, I'd let them stand there for the first, and then I'd pull them back. Okay, so it's just kind of decision you have to make. Yeah. Hey, were you able to log in and look at the workouts too? They're good. You yeah, should send them to great. you should send them yeah. to your kids. Yeah, They're good. I send everybody. So um, I haven't connected with them since, but yeah, I got. Yeah, the first two days are up, so they can just do day one, day two. I release them every morning at six a.m. So whatever it's it, and they can get it on their phones and stuff if they if they're looking for stuff to do and it will be great it is real it's good stuff okay cool yeah i've checked it out so i got it to everybody so thanks sir okay yep no problem see ya awesome. take care bye. Yep, bye hey everybody hope you enjoyed the podcast make sure you subscribe and like leave a review we love those five star reviews we're gonna leave a one star 
you can skip to the next podcast. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Podcast Network.